Happy Monday. We're getting a new week started. Thanks for being with us, and we hope to be part of your week every day as we continue to conversations about the road to Emmaus and, uh, and finding Jesus where you are and, and, and that kind of stuff. You know, I grew up in the South. Uh, that's, you know, you can probably tell by my accent. I uh, love growing up in the South. And if you came to visit my house, we would invite you to have something to eat. Now, it wouldn't have mattered what time it was. If it was time for lunch or time for dinner, it would not have mattered. We would have found a way to get to the kitchen table. We'd had coffee. We'd had cake. We'd had something. But we would have shared a meal together. And if you were close to supper or lunchtime, then you would be expected to stay and share the lunch with us, share the dinner with us. You would be invited, and my mother would be deeply hurt if you did not stay and eat with us. My dad would be upset because my dad always needed a new audience to tell his stories to, and he did that at the Bennett table. There's a lot of life that happens around the dinner table. We hear the stories of who we are. We find out who we are as a family. Uh, we share, this is what's going on in my day. This is what worked. This is what didn't work. We eat, and there's something about that common experience uh, that makes us family. So it's interesting that one of the, the most important times of, of Jesus making himself known after the resurrection is the road to Emmaus is when he sits down to eat with Cleopas and his friend. It's in the breaking of the bread and the saying of the blessing where Cleopas recognized him. This is my body, which is broken for you. This is the bread of the new covenant, and Jesus broke it. Must have been something in his mannerisms about the way he broke the bread. You see, the bread would have been served in big round slices, and you would take it uh, like a, a pita bread, and you would tear off your piece. There must have been something unique about the way Jesus did that because that's how they knew him. There must have been something in the way that Jesus prayed. You know, it's funny. After all Jesus said and did, the one thing that the disciples came and asked Jesus to teach them, teach us how to pray. Because there was something about Jesus praying that changed the world. And Jesus did that around a dinner table. Now, here's what's interesting. We live in a post-everything world. Okay, and we're told people don't like religion. They don't like to talk about Jesus. Now they won't come to church. They don't do this. Do this. They will come to your home. The new center of evangelism. Now, when I first started being a pastor, you would go door to door, and you would knock on somebody's door, and you'd hand them a pamphlet, and you'd go over scripture in their Bible, and you were trained how to do that. Now nobody opens the front door. They're all sitting on the back porch. <laughs> They won't come to the front door. Interesting. They will come to your house for dinner. They'll sit around the table with you. And it's sitting around that table where you hear their story, hear what they've been through, hear how they grew up, here's what's important to them, know about their family, and you'll find the way, the door that is open for you to begin the gospel conversation, but it will happen around a table. The new center of evangelism in our post-everything world is the table. Now, 
Who is it that you need to invite to come sit around your table? Who is it you need to host to come around your table? So that in sitting there and sharing the meal with you, they will recognize the presence of Christ. Who is it you need to come to dinner at your house? I'll give you 60 seconds. You ought to be able to put, to put together a pretty good list, and I'll see you tomorrow.